0: Welcome to Mindfulness for the Soul, your daily dose of mental health insights, with your host, John Silimparis. We all know the benefits of feeling confident. Having confidence in ourselves and our abilities affects every area of our lives. To be happy and to live a fulfilling life We need to feel good about who we are and what we are doing. To achieve this self-assurance, we have to practice it. We have to be mindfully aware of how we see ourselves, how we relate to others, and how we view the world as a whole. Self-confidence does not happen automatically. Having poise and composure is not unnatural. We have to work it. Here are a few sustainable tips for powering your self-confidence. If you use them on a daily basis, you can be your own natural resource. Number one, focus intently on your strengths. In other words, mindfully zero in on the things you know you are good at in life. This will help you to ultimately define yourself by these strengths, not by your imagined shortcomings. And don't tell yourself that you don't have any. We all possess strengths, even you. And it's also important to stop comparing yourself to others. The old adage still holds true. When you compare, you despair. Comparing yourself to others is a landmine because everyone and every circumstance is different. Comparisons to others about any aspect of your life is like equating apples to oranges. No one is like you, and you are not like anybody else. That in itself is a strength. Plus, if you base your self-esteem on how well you measure up against your peers, it will never end because in your mind, you will always find someone out there that is better. So remember, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Here's a daily exercise to focus on your strengths and boost your self-confidence. Do a personal inventory of things you are good at. List five strengths that you possess. Keep the list handy and review it every morning. Your strengths should be one of your guiding principles for the day. In time, you will feel yourself much more confident with who you are because you will be connecting to those strengths each morning to set up your day. Number two, align yourself with your core values. This one's really important. We all possess core values that drive our existence. They are also the fabric of who we are as individuals because our values, the things that are important to us, give us meaning and a sense of identity. Through the years, our core values tend to be neglected or put aside. As a result, our self-confidence takes a big hit because we have lost our sense of direction. So, realigning yourself with your core values will help you to know where you can begin to put your energy into immediately. Do this by literally matching your behaviors with your values. This will boost your self-confidence because Whether you succeed or fail, you will feel content that at least your behaviors are in harmony with what is most important to you. So list five personal values that give your life meaning. Keep the list handy and review it every morning. Remember though, the values you choose cannot be material things like your car or your house or your smartphone. These have to be vital things that you could not live without and things that you would fight for if someone tried to take them away from you. Things like the love of your family, a friendship you cherish, your faith in God or your higher power, your ability to be creative, your commitment to good health, your self-respect, your love for music, etc. Then, begin to align your days with actions that reflect these core values you will be surprised with the results for example if having good health is a value you can't live without perhaps developing a new diet and or exercise plan would help or if faith is a core value perhaps attending your place of worship more often is needed or if family is a value spend more quality time with them or simply calling certain family members up on the phone and saying hello or telling them you love them would be helpful. Try this today. Number three, embrace your mistakes. See them as learning experiences. Consider looking at them as potential breakthroughs instead of breakdowns. In other words, flip the script and look at any mistake or shortcoming as a teacher, a learning tool to help you improve your life. You're flipping it from being a negative to being a positive, if you can imagine that. Remember, a mistake is also just an occurrence. It's not a person. Hence, people are not mistakes, but we do occasionally make mistakes. Also, don't turn a mistake into a running commentary on your self-worth as a human being. Get comfortable with the fact that making mistakes is part of the learning process, which never ends, no matter how old you are. Remember, to grow wise, one must always remain a student. Here's an exercise to do. Think of all the people in your life that you respect, currently and from the past. It can be people you know or public figures that you admire, whomever. In all likelihood, all these people have probably made many mistakes and have failed many times in their lives. That's why they are successful. That's why they are well-liked and admired. Anyone who has achieved any degree of success has learned a lot from their mistakes. They are no strangers to failure. So, list, list five people in your life that you admire and respect. Keep the list handy and review it every morning and remember that all of them are successful because they have made countless errors to get to where they are. The next one is, be proud of who you are. Learn to appreciate your individuality. In other words, be your own self-evaluator. Don't be so preoccupied with what other people think of you. Don't make others the keepers of your self-esteem. The people who you think are criticizing you or sizing you up are probably not paying attention at all and are busy with their own lives. Don't be so sure that your imagined faults are that important or that interesting to others. Remember, there's good news and bad news about worrying what other people think of you. The good news is, most people don't really give a hoot about you. The bad news is, most people don't really give a hoot about you. Think about that. Lastly, keep this slogan in mind. What others think of me is none of my business. What others think of me is none of my business. The next one is, resist labeling yourself and others. Don't label yourself and other people with hasty character profiling like, I'm an idiot, or he's a selfish person, or they are all low class. If you are labeling people around all the time, you are also doing it to yourself and vice versa. Ultimately, how you view yourself is how you view your world. Your opinion of yourself is in a sense a microcosm of your environment. So take the label off the table. Exercise. List five things you like about yourself. Keep the list handy and review it every morning and be mindful to focus on your likes for the day instead of any labels you are using to call yourself. And maybe pick a kinder way to view yourself, like... I am a survivor, or I am only human, or I am doing the best that I can every day. And by the way, avoid mind reading too. Don't think that you know what other people are thinking, especially about you. You don't have special powers to read people's minds. And give up the hope that you ever will. Mind reading can send you down a treacherous path of worry and fearful conjecture for no reason at all. The time you expend reckless, recklessly trying to figure out what others are thinking, you could spend it positively focusing on yourself. You are not a mentalist or the amazing Creskin, so give it up. Another tip is become aware of your emotional blind spots. Be your own therapist and notice the patterns of emotional reactivity in your life. Learn where your blind spots are. Blind spots are the life situations that cause you to not think clearly because you are either scared in the moment or you are hurt or you are angry. In these moments, our rational brain goes offline and we are stuck in the emotional, sometimes unstable brain, which can react in an irrational way. Knowing what your blind spots are and then being mindful of them will help you feel more in control of yourself and the situation you are in. It keeps you combat ready for whatever comes your way. List five personal situations that trigger emotionality. This is a really good exercise. Is it social settings where you feel self-conscious? Is it speaking face to face with a superior? Is it talking to a loved one you are in conflict with? Keep the list handy and review it every morning and be mindful of these vulnerable and sensitive situations. And the last one is, don't dwell on the past. I know it's a cliche, but if we're not mindful of it, we will always do it. Life has to be understood looking backwards but it has to be lived moving forwards. In other words, learn from your past, study it, connect the dots, but don't dwell on it. And most importantly, don't let it define you. The past is indeed literally in the past. It is fixed and unchangeable, but the future is not. It's wide open, free and clear for you to do whatever you choose and possibly Even reinvent yourself. Yes, reinvent yourself. You can be whoever you want. You are not a foregone conclusion. No one is fated to be someone they don't want to be. Practicing all of these self-confidence tips or self-assurance tips are very important to do on a daily basis. They'll not only boost your self-confidence, but will also create abundance for you and for everyone that comes into contact with you. Why? Because your positive demeanor will influence people around you. You will become like an eternal flame or candle. Remember, one single candle can light millions of other candles without ever losing its energy. Its power is endless, yet it's only one candle. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Mindfulness for the Soul. We hope you join us again soon. This is John Salamparis, MFT.